Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm Tashi J, and welcome back to The Heart Podcast, the podcast all about expressing the art that's within our hearts, a part of the heart movement, founded by yours truly. Without further ado, let's get started. I got some things that I need to say. I don't know why I feel this way, but I've been having trouble sleeping lately. So maybe I just gotta get this out of the way. I don't know what the problem is, but I do know how I feel. And I know when I'm with my friends, it feels so fake because I can't be real. I don't want to be the laughing stock, but I do want the pain to stop. And every single little joke I tell, just to cover up the pain so well. And I feel like I'm so depressed, and my life is just one big mess. I don't really want hey guys, to welcome back to The Heart Podcast. It's me, Tashi J, your host, author, actress, writer, spoken word artist, and we're here. All right. So, um... Yeah, it's been interesting past week. Um, this past Sunday was my birthday, and of course we all know that Monday was Star Wars Day, so I hope everyone had a great Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. And it's crazy because I actually had, when I wrote out ideas for episodes, well, that had a Star Wars episode idea, but I just haven't been able to get into it yet, so that's not coming anytime soon. Um, the comic book stuff is coming, but that's not this week. That's going to be either next week or the week after and the following week. So I've got two episodes. Maybe we'll make it three. We'll see what happens. But other than that, yeah, let's, let's get started. We don't have a very long episode today. Today is our Mother's Day episode. Uh, originally, I wasn't sure if I was going to end up doing one because I didn't have anything, but we're just going to do it and see how it goes, so... Of course, we all know Mother's Day is coming up. So to all the mothers out there that may be listening, happy Mother's Day to you. I am, in fact, a mother myself. I have three beautiful children, um, my rainbow babies, and one more lovely baby up in heaven um, that I love very much, all of them. And so, you know, it's crazy. Well, let's talk about being a mom. (laughs) Being a mom is... Like, nothing that you ever read about and see on TV, or at least not before. Things, movies and portrayals of moms and motherhood and articles on it are a lot more realistic these days than they used to be. It used to always paint everything so glamorously. And now with mental health coming more to the forefront of things and people just really being honest and open, you get to see, like, a bigger picture of what motherhood is like. So... You know, every day, even most days, a lot of time, it's not like, I'm a mom, I love my kids, yay. Like, I'm not gonna lie, most days you're like, oh my god, y'all are annoying. Like, could you please sit down for two seconds? I love you. Back up. <laughs> like, it's crazy being a mom. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. Being a mom is one of the things I've always wanted to be. Uh, I want to be a mom ever since I was about 19, 20 years old after I had my first child and she passed. And at that moment, one of my biggest desires was to be a mother. Of course, I wanted to be a wife first. So I got that out the way so that I could be a mom, you know. Uh, hey, sorry, dear, I love you. I just needed you so I could have kids. I'm joking, obviously. <laughs> But, yeah, let's talk about some of the mental pressures of being a mom, especially when you deal with mental health issues already anyway. I don't like for people to see me in a bad way a lot of the time. And it it's really hard to have a bad day and 
one of those days where you just want to cry or you are crying and you just don't have the energy. And my oldest is so perceptive. It's ridiculous. Like she is the first one that's like, mommy, are you okay? Like she just, she'll just appear. Um, of course, recently, if you've been paying attention, you remember that I lost my grandfather and I have days, of course, still where I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just in the bed and I, I just need to cry for a little bit. And my daughter will appear out of nowhere. <laughs> like, mommy, are you okay? You miss Papa Jay. Blah, blah, blah. And even before that, if I was having a mental breakdown or something, my daughter would show up, mommy, are you okay? My husband and I are having a fight. Here she comes. And we don't like to fight in front of the kids. So here she comes and we're like, um, it's kind of a private moment right now. We can talk in a second. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something crazy. She's super perceptive. Um, the other two either aren't or they're just not there yet. Of course, one is a year, so that's my six-year-old that has all the perception that is also a super social butterfly. Anyway, she's the exact opposite of me in that regard. Uh, my middle child is my only boy. <laughs> and when I tell you he is clingy, he is clingy. He was the baby for all of two years before I had my youngest, which is my daughter. Um, and she came with a whole package of things all by herself. Um, she was born with spina bifida, which means she had a small, or what the doctors call small, hole in her back, in her lower back. I can't imagine what a big hole looks like because that thing did not look small. So when she was born, she required a lot of attention and care. She spent a month in the NICU. And so we spent a month away from my other children because we had to be in the NICU. And unfortunately, the closest NICU with specialty doctors is not close to us at all. So we got, because I am a C-section patient, we got to spend a few nights um, in the rooms at the hospital. But then after that, we couldn't stay at the Ronald McDonald house because we lived too close somehow, even though it was really not many people were there that week, uh, that month. And so then after that, we spent the rest of the month sleeping in the NICU. So it was not super comfortable. I missed my babies, all that. But it's just, it's crazy how every child is different. Um, of course, my kids missed us too. My daughter was probably not as phased by it. My son was pretty phased by it. You know, he's a very big mama's boy. He loves to be with me. And I love to be with them. So, you know, it's just crazy. That was a really hard time. I ended up gaining a lot of weight. I'm trying to lose right now. And that's another thing. What motherhood does to your body is crazy. Um, not gonna lie, a lot of the weight that I have from being a mom now is mostly my fault. It's so important to be healthy when you're pregnant and keep active. And my oldest, I did not do any of that. I'm not gonna lie. I laid in the bed and ate ice cream for most of my pregnancy. Like, it was not healthy. The other two, I was much more active, much more healthy, but the damage had been done. So by that point in time, I had already gained all that weight from her. And so I had my son and I immediately lost the weight from him, but I still had the weight from my first child. And then I had my daughter and I lost weight for a lot of that pregnancy and then lost any weight that I did gain. But then being in the NICU for over a month, I gained a lot of weight. And so it's just crazy. So it's weird, something to adjust to, but I'm also very active. I love to stay active because it's very good for me mentally. Um, a lot of days it keeps me going. 
some days it doesn't help. That's just how it is. So, you know, you know, but that's just motherhood. You know, motherhood is not, you know, motherhood is Monday, I love you. I want you to be all up with me. Tuesday, I'm tired and I don't really want to deal with it. Wednesday, I want to pull my hair out and scream. Thursday, I want to cry. Friday, we're all good again. And that's just, that's, that's really the cycle of motherhood. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a liar. I'm sorry. Mom, being a parent isn't easy and it's not to brag to be like, oh yeah, I made the choice to be a parent. I take the balls as they come. It's my choice, my job. And it's not to complain, but you have to realize that when people are talking about the struggles of parenting, it's not to be like, oh, woe is me. I'm a parent. It's to be like, look, this is how this is. I need you to understand why I may not always be up for certain things or why I may not always be at my best. You know, because a lot of people think that people talking about how hard parenting can be means that they are complaining about being a parent in general. And that's just not true. That's not how it is. No. I'm just kind of going. I have no kind of um, outline or anything for this week. It just is what it is. So while it is what it is, let's see what we have for this week and introduce our first thing up introduce our first piece all right so let's get on to that and we'll be right back this first piece coming up is going to be called parents which somewhat fitting for this week so hope you enjoy that parents guardians teachers made to love and nurture all are turning gray and getting older mother to love father to protect both to raise children made whole. This next one is our first beat sent in by Genesis5, who you can find on Instagram. Um, yeah, so hope you enjoy it. Y'all might be thinking right now, I wonder.
answer is yes. I rolled up a little something. I knocked the edge off. Alright, so back into the episode that we have going on here. Um, now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the moms in my life. And I think it's probably going to be actually our last segment. Um, let's start with the women who raised me. So, of course, there's my mom. My mom raised me. My mom and I don't always have the best relationship. There have been times we don't get along. There have been times I felt like she didn't really love me the way she loves my brother. It's just what it is. I'm the oldest child. I'm a lot more independent. She deals with stuff. I deal with stuff. We don't understand what each other is dealing with a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, we love each other. And I love my mother very much. And at over 30 years now, I know that she loves me. And it's crazy how even when we aren't getting along, if anything ever happens, we have each other's back. We're there for each other, you know. It's it's something that's great, and that's what family is all about, you know. You may not always like each other getting along, but you love each other, and you've got each other's back. And my mother is a really strong woman. I've always looked up to my mother ever since I was a little girl. I couldn't always be everything she was. And I think it took me a long time to realize that I don't have to live up to her as a person, but live up to me and be my own person. And, you know, eventually everyone will learn to accept it. Growing up, I thought my mother was the most beautiful woman in the world, but don't we all? I hope. Yes, most of us. People who have pretty healthy relationships with their moms, I would like to think. At least guys until you get married or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, my mom was my one of my idols. Uh, looked up to her. She was beautiful. She's she is beautiful, classy. She was a model. She was a cheerleader. She's an amazing woman of God, and she's like super smart. Like my mom is probably one of the smartest people, mathematically, you'll ever meet. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm I'm not joking, but I'm joking. She's really good with numbers and stuff, and that's just not me. Uh, I'm not as good with numbers. I'm more words, um, writing, reading. She's numerical equations and, you know, she, so, and then along with being a mother, she's been a teacher, not just because she's a mom, because she's a literal teacher in the school system. And it's one of the reasons why I have such respect for teachers, because I know what they go through. Uh, I've been able to see it for the last 20 years or 25 years maybe um with my mother working late nights yes late nights as a teacher getting home around seven o'clock even now she still gets home pretty late and then she brings her work home with her um before she would grade papers now as the head of the math department she has to do other stuff like set up meetings and all that stuff and it's it's always been nice to see how hard she works. She's such a hard worker and a great person. And that's just my mom, you know. And uh, so then there's my grandmother. My grandmother right now is probably the strongest woman I know. She has been through so much. And again, while we don't always see eye to eye, I've actually always been a lot closer to my grandmother than my mother. Um, my grandparents practically raised me for the first three years of my life. Uh, we lived with them, and while my mom was at school, my dad was at work. He worked really long hours. I used to do my grandparents, so they fed me, they took me outside to play, they pretty much did everything that you would do when raising a child. 
for me for the first three years of my life. And that's just my grandparents. So I've always been very close with them and my grandmother. I've always been closer to her than my own mother. And, but I love them both very dearly. Um, my grandmother's been through a lot in my lifetime and probably even more so in her lifetime that I don't know about. I hear great stories about how cool my grandmother was when my uncles and my mom were kids. And it's just crazy, the stories. And you're just like, really? That when you did that. And it's hilarious. My grandmother is beautiful and poised and right now has the longest hair out of all of us because she has her sister locks and my mother and I have fades. <laughs> so, you know, it's... And then women who didn't raise me, my best friend's mom's aunt. Miss Angela is one of my best friend's moms and she was there for me when I was off at school and the hospital and my parents weren't able to be there immediately and she was there. So that's my other mom. Um, my other best friend's mom, Miss Gladys, has always treated me like her own child ever since I was in elementary school. Um, sometimes we like to be funny and say she claims me over my friend because when we were kids, I would always get the bed and she would have to sleep on the floor. And it's a hilarious little thing that we always like to go back to. But, you know... It's just great to have so many moms in your life, whether they're your mom, a surrogate mom, another mom, another person's mom you claim as your mom, or even other people you know that just are mothers and you know they're good mothers. So, you know, the salute to all the moms out there. And now let's have a little salute to all our artists out there who can hopefully salute to our moms. So we'll be right back. This next piece up doesn't have a name, but it's a, a good one, so enjoy it. Mom is a three-little word for a woman I love. Magnificent, outstanding, magnanimous. She stands tall. She stands firm. She's the smartest person in the room. She commands your attention. She is everything. She has little children who run up to hug her the second she comes home. They love her dearly. She smiles at them and they smile back. She makes them feel as though they are the world and they are her world. No one can ever compete with her children. No one can ever compete with the love she feels for them. No one can ever show them a love like mom. All right, and this last one is another one by Marcus G. Taylor, known as the brown-eyed soul man, called Workday Paper. On plain workaday paper, I pour my heart out. I wonder how my outcome will change. Hope that the pages can handle what I am about. Write your vision to put it in range. Keep the paper in front of you. When I read it, how loud people look at me strange. Even though I feel like this is what I am meant to do. To please you, I took on other skills. Still, I stay up at night to read for the few. Ones that put their tears on that electric bill or pour their heart out into the hallway or turn their paper in for a steady meal. So on common pages, Right, what they all say. 
My heart was chosen to give their heart a good sound. And if I should fall, if I should falter, I hope you never let my words fall away. All right, and that was our second segment. We're only having two segments today because, well, I only did two talking segments today. I'm actually pretty much done this week. So, um, yeah, thank you for tuning in to this Mother's Day episode. It wasn't super long, but I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> and remember that it's all about sharing the art that is in our hearts. And make sure you share that with someone every day. And I will see you guys next week.